0: It is not an Olympic sport yet, but someday tent pegging might rank up there with track and field at world competitions. Yes, in fact, I did say tent pegging and this is not a test of how quickly you can set up a tent in the rain or in the dark without a mallet it requires a horse a sword and a steady hand and eye akash maharaj is a canadian tent pegging champion he is off to oman in the next couple of weeks to compete in a world competition and he joins us now from toronto welcome to ontario today Thank you. I have to make my own confession. When I heard tent pegging, that's exactly what I thought. I thought <laughs> about camping.
1: It's not an unusual reaction.
0: <laughs> really? How many uh, camping jokes do you sustain when you tell people you you compete in this tent pegging?
1: The jokes tend to become far more pointed when I tell them what it's actually about. <laughs> oh, it's is a, that right? It's a, a more than slightly eccentric sport.
0: Okay. So can you describe what it is exactly?
1: Yeah. Well, in North America, it's often better known as equestrian skill at arms. And the sport involves a mounted cavalier riding at a full gallop across a time course on the flat and over jumps using either a sword or a lance and sometimes a revolver. And um, the course has to be covered at 800 to 1,000 meters per minute.
0: Now, you you, you speak in such a measured way, but I'm actually trying to get a picture (laughs) in my head. It's quite a wild-sounding sport.
1: It is, um, and this started off as battle drill for military cavaliers, and indeed, even today, um, some 2,500 years after the sport began, the vast majority of people who participate in it are members of cavalry regiments or or otherwise involved in the cavalry.
0: Is that right? Tell us more about the history then. 2,500 years old?
1: Yes. Well... Like any activity that is quite that ancient, its precise origins are somewhat obscured by the mists of time, but it undoubtedly began as a drill to develop um, military cavaliers, prowess with edged weapons like sabers and lances. But the most broadly accepted account of the specifics of Tent Pegans' birth is that it was used in the Indian Empire to prepare horse cavaliers to charge and fell war elephants. I've never actually charged an elephant myself and I'm unlikely to do so in the near future, (laughs) but apparently if you happen to be in a a horse cavalry regiment and you're facing a line of several hundred war elephants, the best way to see them off the field is to charge them and be able to stab them very precisely in their feet which causes them to rear and hopefully run amok and trample their own troops.
0: Mm, and again, that kind of precision. Now, it, let's pretend I'm beside you uh, on my own horse. Can you walk me through what you have to do to win a race?
1: Well, um, the first thing you have to do is have complete disregard for your own safety.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you,
1: know, you would um, you'd be on your horse, um, probably draw your weapon at the start, be it a lance or, or a sabre, and um, gallop across the course, which would be strewn with obstacles. It could be ditches. They could be jumps. And along this course would be a series of targets, some on the ground. like um, the, the term tent pegging comes from the historical use of tent pegs in military camps as convenient targets. Um, sometimes they're elevated targets, like rings suspended from frames or trees. And you have to use the, the, um, the blade, if you Lance, to stab the um, ground targets as you ride by um, squarely enough so that you can pick them up off the ground or alternatively be able to thread the, uh, the blade of your of your sabre or lance through a, a suspended ring.
0: Hmm. How did you get involved in this?
1: Well, like most people involved in the sport, I was introduced to it through service in the Cavalry Regiment. In my case, uh, riding with the Governor General's Horse Guards, which is a regiment of the Canadian Forces. And um, really, if, if you put a man on a horse and hand him a sword, set him off at a gallop, he really has no choice but to <laughs> fall in love with the sport. <laughs>
0: And that's what happened. Very much so, yes. So did you have much riding experience at that point?
1: I had more recklessness than experience. Um, And, um, no, I'd only been riding for about two or three years when I took this up. And to this day, tent pegging is used to train military cavaliers, the idea being that if you're spending your time Concentrating on not killing yourself, the the rest of riding, such as not falling off the horse, tends to come re- relatively naturally. Mm. And indeed, when I when I've seen photographs of myself tempeging, I'm Often, somewhat horrified to think that I've placed myself in those positions on a horse that's moving faster than any sensible person would allow.
0: It almost sounds like you're you're indulging in a dual personality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I suppose, it, undoubtedly, the um, the traditions of cavalry are the source of the code and indeed the very word of chivalry, and that is that appeals to a certain kind of person. Um, of a quixotic nature. And I suppose I'm guilty of that, but there are worse vices in life.
0: What do you like most about it?
1: In part, it's it's the speed and the excitement. Um, it's also the thought that, as strange as it may sound, um, I'm conscious of the fact that I'm engaged in a sport that represents a fellowship with young men like myself who have practiced the sport more or less unchanged for 2,500 years and, um, it's easy to view this sort of sport as being extravagantly out of place in the modern world. But in many ways, that, that, therein lies its very appeal to me.
0: Because it connects you way back into history.
1: But very much so. It's, uh, undoubtedly, it's, it's an anachronistic sport, incompatible w- with modern mores, and alien to the contemporary spirit of mechanized instant gratification. Um, that said, it's perfectly suited to someone with, with my bizarre cast of character.
0: Okay, so all that said, um, you are in Toronto. How do you go about training uh, in Toronto for this?
1: Well, my training has been primarily with the Governor General's horse guards, or or initially. Um, shortly thereafter, I took the rather strange decision with two friends from the horse guards to enter the U.S. National Cavalry Competition in Kentucky. And against all reason and rationality, I, I managed to walk away with the blue and red ribbon in mounted sabre and field jumping. And it was on the basis of that that the, um, that the International Question Federation invited me to represent Canada at the World Championships this March.
0: How do you pay for all this?
1: this it's, the Games are being held in the Sultanate of, of Oman, and um, it's a huge sport in, in many parts of the world, including Oman, um, uh, India to a le- lesser ex- extent in Britain. And in an attempt to win the Games, the um, Oman... Um, r- enrich the pot a great deal so that the costs of the competition have been substantially de- deferred. And it was for that reason that um, I was able to uh, forego corporate sponsorship and instead give my team's naming rights to UNICEF, the United Nations Children's Fund.
0: Oh, is that the logo you'll be wearing?
1: It is. I'll be riding both for Canada and for UNICEF. Um, the reason I, I wanted to ride for UNICEF is that many of the countries where tent pegging is a headline sport tend to have tragic histories with um, child labour. And I thought that while the eyes of these nations were upon me, I had an opportunity to do something more worthy than merely peddle sportswear or luxury goods.
0: Now, uh, I've been speaking to you, of course, in your capacity as the Canadian champion of this, but I wonder, you, right at the beginning you mentioned that uh, you take a lot of uh, jokes in when people finally find out what you're doing. I know that you've been involved for a long time with the Liberal Party, yeah. um, but quite a, involved in, in the politics there. Uh, is that where some of the ribbing comes from, from your political friends?
1: Absolutely. It, uh, it lent itself to all manner of unsubtle humour, um, and indeed I I try to do worthy things with my life, but since since people have found out about my activities in tent pegging, I seem to have become little more than the guy with the pointy sticks.
0: <laughs> Akash, good luck to you. Maybe we can talk to you from there.
1: That would be nice. Thank okay.
0: you. Okay. All the best.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Akash Maharaj is a Canadian tent pegging champion, and he is off to Oman to compete in the World Championships next month.